stand in the shadow of the York Walls and diagonally opposite the York Railway Station by a grassed area with yew trees and a few tombstones. Huge numbers of people walk past this grassy site on a daily basis but pay little attention to the significance of what lies beneath the ground. The plaque here marks the site as the location of the York Cholera Burial Ground and is often overlooked. The next stop on our walk is at the North Eastern Railway War Memorial. To reach this location, walk forwards and loop through the walls staying on the right, where you will find the War Memorial just inside the walls. Notably, in the nearby North Street, which runs parallel to the River Ouse, is the birthplace of Dr John Snow, born in March 1813. Snow is well known for his discovery that the disease cholera was waterborne. Although he did not make these discoveries in York, but in London, where he removed the handle of a water pump in Broad Street, which is in modern-day Soho. In the 19th century, cholera was spreading at an alarming rate across Europe, and the people of York feared an epidemic engulfing their city. The fear of the disease was so great that the York Medical Society, founded in 1832 for the purpose of promoting and diffusing medical knowledge, devoted its first nine lectures wholly to the subject. The Committee of the York Dispensary the Committee of the York Dispensary, whose building marks the penultimate stopping place on this walk, also met to consider how medical aid could best be provided if there was a cholera outbreak in the city. It became clear that York's public water supply had become contaminated when a man called Thomas Hughes, a ferry worker, was diagnosed with the first case of cholera in York by the apothecary of the York Dispensary on the 2nd of June, 1832. Over the next three months, there were 450 recorded cases, of which around 185 were fatal and buried at this location. The victims' bodies were limed within hours of their death and their coffins were coated with tar. Once placed in the burial ground, quicklime was poured over the interment, which was thought to protect citizens against the spread of the disease. All citizens had the right to be buried in the graveyard of their parish upon death, though during the outbreak of cholera, this only aided the spreading of the disease, as infected bodies were buried in the midst of the community. Once this contamination was realised, the York's cholera burial ground was created, making sure the land was protected from disturbances, and more importantly, away from the general population. The cholera outbreak led to civil unrest amongst the poor of the city, resulting in rising tensions across it. Unknown to the poor was the waterborne nature of the disease, leading them to believe that a plot had been hatched by local doctors and the gentry to do away with them. Riots nearly broke out on North Street over the frequency of hearses of cholera victims passing their homes, with the residents threatening to throw both hearse and driver into the river. Please bear in mind that many of these victims were being transported from the small cholera hospital which backed on St George's Cemetery where we began this walk. Some residents at the time believed that the mere sight of a hearse transporting a cholera victim's body was sufficient to infect them with the disease. The poorest, though, were not the sole sufferers of cholera. Even the wealthy lacked some of the most fundamental forms of hygiene. John Snow himself commented that even the rich were the potential victims of cholera. Contaminated water supplies, after all, not only sustain the poor, but the wealthy as well, permeating groundwater drinking supplies. Cholera not only affected both rich and poor, but was also a gender disease, according to John Snow, who believed that women were more susceptible to the illness, as they tended to drink more water than men and nurse the sick. 
men, Snow believed, tended to work away from the home, more often drinking ale and wine, with the boiling processes during its brewing reducing risk of contamination. However, York bucked this trend, with more men dying of cholera than women. Though there is no concrete evidence as to why more men died in this epidemic, it is believed that because York was home to many small traders who worked from their homes, that perhaps in York men did not drink as much beer as men elsewhere, which meant that during the outbreak in York, the ratio of cholera death was one woman to every 1.5 man.